This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. We're going to talk today about the ways to grow your retirement fund. You know, and one of the most stressful things when we're planning for retirement can be finding some creative and beneficial ways to help ensure that you don't run out of income while you're retired because that's probably the biggest fear a lot of people I talk with have is, what if I live longer than my money? Yeah, outliving your money. Wow, this is a great topic for today's show. And thanks for that nice introduction, Tara. You always say the kindest things. And uh, I'm excited to be here on the show again today. Now, this topic is a good one because we're all saving for retirement or should be and we need to grow that retirement fund, right? Well, we do, Tony, and I think one of the things I wanna shift just for people listening today is, it's a retirement planning is what we're all used to, but I think what we're really looking for is a lifestyle plan, because we're all living longer, You know, we have uh, bigger families and more activities and things, so retirement isn't like a sunset period. Retirement is when we're getting excited to do our next thing. So I think if, as we're going into this retirement planning, we really start looking at it as creating our next lifestyle plan. That's gonna be a lot more fun and something that we can get excited about doing. Well, and it's gonna make for an interesting radio show and it does sound like more fun. You're putting a positive spin on it and I like that, kind of turning it on its head and a new way of looking at this for people. And so how do you help people, Tara, do this? How do you help them prep for ways to uh, grow their retirement fund and figure out what their lifestyle is going to be like? Well, you know, the big question that everything revolves around is this, how much is enough? It's an interesting question that we all need to think about and articulate and then plan around because, you know, what are your life goals? What do you want to be when you grow up? How do, we, how do you want to live the rest of your life? You know, what do you want to achieve and experience? And then what's going to be your legacy? These are kind of the bigger questions that we really should start with when we're planning, because if you just jump right down into, you know, what's my monthly social security check gonna be, uh, that's kind of like starting at the very end. We really have to step back and say, how much is enough? That's where we have to start. Okay, I love that question. And I ask myself that question all the time, Tara, but not usually about finances. Usually it's when I'm at an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. And, and I have to ask, <laughs> how much is enough? Uh, and that's where I struggle. And I know that's not the kind of planning you do, but uh, but I can see how that question and that problem, the same problem I have at an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet, is uh, planning for retirement. How much is enough? How much am I going to need to make it last for 20 to 30 years? And like I've said before on the show, Tara, people have to think about it as, and I, and I hate to put a, a negative spin back on your positive lifestyle plan, but Really, you're going to be unemployed for 20 to 30 years, so you better plan for it, and you better make sure you do have enough. But that's a great question. How much is enough? So uh, when you talk to your clients and prospects, how do you 
deal with this? Uh, you talk to them about their assets or what do you do to figure out how much is enough? Well, you know, that's the, the first question that we get at. But, you know, the very first question that we have to look at and the very first task that we have to do, it's always the hardest part of the whole process, is that gathering organizing step. So with some clients, it's funny, I say, just put everything in a box, a big cardboard box, if that's the best you can do. We'll start there. Otherwise, you know, some people have nice spreadsheets, not very many people, but some people have it organized. <laughs> and and so we have to go through, okay, before, let's see where you are first, because sometimes you're actually not as far off as you feel like you are once you kind of get everything all together in that one box. So that's going to be the very first thing that we look at is where are we starting from? And then we start to get into what are we tailoring for? You know, are you a single couple that wants to travel the world because you've been working, you know, your whole lives? Or are you at that stage where you're getting ready to kick the kids out of the house, off to college and doing that thing? And finally, you're going to have some time for yourselves. Or are you the big homebody type and you have grandkids coming and, you know, so there's just so many different aspects of what is my lifestyle and retirement going to look like? So uh, we'd have to look at what you have and then we have to start looking at what's unique about you and how do we make this work for you? So those are kind of the very first two big steps that we have to get into and the, the things I sit down with people and, and talk about first. So trying to figure out what they want to do and like you say, it, it varies from person to person widely. I imagine you've seen it all. People who just want to stay at home and relax, people who want to travel the world, people who want to spend more time with family, people who want to keep working, right? And, you know, one of the interesting things I always try to bring in early is legacy planning. Because a lot of people, and even especially people with kids, kind of come in a little uh, frustrated and say, well... You know, the, the kids are just going to have to fend for themselves. And that's because they're coming from that place of fear because they don't know where they are and they don't even know if they're going to be able to pay for themselves until they die, much less like leave something for the kids. And so this is one of the really exciting aspects of what I get to do is to show people a lot of times because of the tax code, we can make it a win-win and actually plan to leave something for your family and ensure you're not going to run out of money before you die. So I like to look for those win-win solutions that we can look at versus just being living in fear and worried about, am I going to run out of money and and be living on macaroni and cheese and, and whatever? Sure, sure. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I'm always worried about it. I'm like, am I going to have to move in with, with Tara and Chris uh, or am I going to be able to make it on my own in retirement? That's kind of the question I ask. But, but seriously, Tara, do you obviously asset allocation comes into play? I know we, we touch on it quite a bit, but that is something you have to look at with every person, right? What they have and where they have it. Absolutely. And this really goes back to one of the, the next questions that we start to look at. After we say how much is enough, then we get into the question of risk. And, you know, there's all kinds of, everyone's, you know, all for risk if they're going to make money. Who isn't? Sure. But to honestly ask that question, I really talk to people about how much are you willing to lose? Because that's the real answer to risk. Because everyone's okay with the upside. So we start to look at how much is enough. But in this process, when we start to look at asset allocation, one of the first things we have to look at is how do I minimize what I pay to the government and to the big financial institutions like my mortgage company and my auto insurance and my medical insurance and my home insurance. 
first of all, before we start saying, okay, we can't go to Starbucks or we can't go out and buy that pair of shoes we want, the first thing we have to do is say, let me look at what I'm doing and see how do I minimize what I pay to the government and financial institutions. And then the next thing that we look at is to start to say, what do I really need to protect as I'm moving into my retirement? Because when you're, you have that young family and you're starting out, it's obvious you need to protect that young family. But as you start to move into retirement, you say, well, my family is grown, my kids are out of the house, what do I need to protect? And so we start to look at how do you protect your income stream and those kinds of things. And then we talk about risk and safety. And again, Tony, that's, those are unique to every person, right? I can't tell you how much risk you're willing to accept. Right. Well, exactly. And everybody is different. I, I assume that some people really want to take a lot of risk and others can't handle any losses, so they better not then. And there are options out there, and that's where you come in and say, hey, here's some safe money options or here's some options where, yes, there's risk, but it's managed risk. Is, is that how it works? It is. And I can tell you one of the things I really find is even people who say they are comfortable with risk, not really. So what we do is say, <laughs> okay, <laughs> how much do you have to protect so that you don't have to worry about your basics? You can pay your mortgage. You can have food on the table. We want to make sure all those things are covered because no one is happy when they're not sure if they're risking everything. So, but for those people who do like to play in the market or whatever their thing is, we'll set aside a special account so they can have, have that going on to, to have the risk in their life that they want. But we really focus on, okay, let's, let's make sure we have the right amount of money that's safe. And, and that seems to be the balance. When I sit down for my annual reviews, people are like, oh, you know, this really works for me and, and I'm really happy that I have this plan. Because, you know, it's a big life event, obviously, Graduating from college is a big event. Having your kids is a big event. Having your kids leave the house is a big event. Retirement doesn't have to be scary or overwhelming. It's just another door you walk through in life that you got to plan for. Sure. Well, and that is just one of the many reasons why people need a financial planner uh, to get them ready for retirement and throughout retirement. And that's where you come in, Tara. Now, we're almost out of time for this first segment. But why don't you tell our listeners about that special offer you have for them before we take a quick commercial break? Yeah, sure. So I really feel like this planning thing in for your lifestyle retirement can be a fun process if you have someone to help guide you through it. So for this show today, I've set aside 20 complimentary review appointments. So for the first 20 callers after the show, I'm going to go ahead and schedule that one complimentary review so we can take a look at what you're doing, look to see if we can improve it. Or ideally, Tony, the people that I really connect with well are those blank slate people that, or the people that are open-minded that are like, you know, I just haven't ever gotten around to this and so I would love the help. And so for the first 20 callers, that's that's what I'm gonna offer today. And I guess I should tell you the phone number. That would be good. <laughs> so we can't just do the mind meld. The phone number is 719-235 five four nine four and that's seven one nine two three five five four nine four all right well thank you so much tara and that's a great offer for our listeners today listeners stay tuned we're going to be right back to continue this discussion with tara nolan right here on financially tuned after this losing a spouse can be devastating when it occurs there is a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made the last thing you want to do 
is worry about your finances. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on helping women and making life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top Six Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com and we will be happy to send you a copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help make them simpler. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host, Tara Nolan from Nolan Advisory Services. Once somebody's met with you, uh, that's the first step, and get their assets organized, uh, what's really the next step for lifestyle planning? Well, this is where we really assign, I like to call it the color of money because it makes sense. And I really divide it into two big categories. There's red money that has risk, and then there's green money, which is safe. So once I've asked people and we've kind of sorted through how much is enough, the next thing that we start to look at and I say is, well, where is your safe money? Where's your green money? And usually I get the deer in the headlights look like, what do you mean? <laughs> like I'm giving you now. But, <laughs> right. But, and, but why don't you let the listeners know, give us some examples. What do you mean by, what's an example of safe money and what are a couple of exa examples of red money or at-risk money? Great, yeah, so safe money, green money. This is money that there's just really no risk involved. I mean, as much as is possible in life. And of course, the number one, or at most the number two answer I get from everybody is, where could you put your money where there's no risk? And they say, well, under my mattress. <laughs> so <laughs> other than a house fire, that's a great place to put your money. Cause yeah. you're not gonna lose it, right? It's just gonna be there. Right. So, you know, Safe money, green money could be money that you have in a bank account because it's FDIC and protected. Or CDs are a safe place. They're not making much, but they're safe. Uh, there are fixed annuities, which are, you're not gonna lose any money, but they have a little bit of return. So that permanent insurance could be a place. So there's a couple of different places where you can put your money. The point of the definition there is you're not gonna lose it. You may not make a lot, but you're not gonna lose a dime. Mm -hmm. Red money, that's where you put your money where there's risk. And you know, there's a lot of a lot of things here. This is anything in the market, because unfortunately I can't control the market. Um, all I can guarantee you is it's gonna go up and down. And mm -hmm. investing in businesses would be another kind of red money investment. I know a lot of people that do that, or investing in real estate. So these are places where you the only thing you can do to mitigate your risk is do your due diligence. But at the end of the day, there's no guarantee that you might lose money. So that's your red money and your green money. So we have to look at what's the balance. And for some people, the balance is 50-50. For some people, the balance is 70-30. And for most people though, it's like, what? I don't know. What's in yeah. my 401k? <laughs> <laughs> Which is at risk. People are like, well, I've got a 401k. Well, that's tied to the stock market. And some people say, well, I'm in safe money. I've got bonds. Well, those are also um, a market-driven entity typically, like the market, like stocks, they're at risk as well. So um, it's good to know there are safe assets besides the mattress plan, which I, I wouldn't recommend, would you? Uh, no, or I always tell my people, don't tell me where you put your money if you do that. <laughs> yeah, really. So um, that's weird because I always tell them to tell me where. <laughs> so you and I are different there. No, uh, no, that's not not good. It should be some more safer than that, obviously. Now, uh, so the color of money, that's how you help people uh, get their assets allocated. And now as we get older, that allocation changes, right? 
Yeah, Tony, that's a great question. And I usually answer that with the rule of 100 is the starting spot. So what we like to do is say, let's take your age minus 100. So we'll start with age 50 because that's easy math. So if you're 50 years old, ideally, no more than 50% of your money should be at risk and 50% of it should definitely be safe because it's a time issue. So after you've worked that long to start to build your nest egg, you just don't want to have a 2000 or a 2008 happen and all of a sudden you lose 50% of the value of your account. So as you get older, you start to get a little more conservative versus let's say you're 20. 100 minus 20 is 80%. So ideally, at least 20% of your money should be protected, but you've got really more time to recover in case the market does crazy things. But it's always appropriate to be conservative, but you just wanna balance that risk out and that's a good starting spot. But as we go through the educational process and we think about it, most people kind of settle on something that really works for them. But Tony, here's the thing. What I really want though is that people have picked something on purpose. It's not just the default. Well, my money's in my 401k. Uh, it must be the right place because that's what my company did for me. So, yeah. you know, and a 401k is a great thing because there's matching. And so that's absolutely great. But most companies, it's just in the market because that's the easiest tool that's out there. So sure. all of that money is red. And that's not good or bad. It, that's just what is. So we don't yeah. need to attach fear to that, but we just need to attach understanding and education to it. Right. And that's where you come in is asset allocation, because I know when I first started talking to you, Tara, I was like, I don't know what you mean by asset allocation. Do I even have assets? I've got a 401k. So right. uh, some people don't know what they have. And it turns out I had, oh, I, I do have an IRA. I forgot that I was, that's what you call an IRA. I was contributing to that, et cetera. And so then you take these things and say, hey, all these things happen to be at risk. Let's get some of that into safe money. So that's that's really important. And one of the factors why our listeners out there should give you a call and work with a trusted financial advisor and planner like yourself. But uh, moving on, I know that once we hit retirement, we've got to somehow make up for that paycheck that we're no longer getting from our, uh, our, our employer. So how do you help clients do that? Well, once we figure out how much is going to be enough, and then we look at the assets that are in place, what we look at to see is, is there an income gap? Because that is a scary thing to say, well, I need 6000 or $8,000 a month minimum to live on. And with my 401k and maybe my social security, I'm only going to, I'm going to be short. I'm gonna be $2,000 a month short. So that's a scary thing to happen and have this income gap. So the very next thing we look at with the planning process is to say, if you're gonna have an income gap, let's figure it out right now because then we can make a plan for it and we can make a strategy. But you don't wanna just like keep your eyes closed and bury your head in the sand and get to retirement and just hope that doesn't happen to you. So, right, right. So once we identify if you're gonna have an income gap, then we start to look at, okay, well, what's gonna be the best way to fill that? And, and then that's where the planning becomes because there are some different strategies. One of the things that we'll talk about is social security, um, annuities can be a tool, and inheritance is a great tool. So, <laughs> and of course, there's always the extra plan, the fallback plan is you just keep working, but we don't want to go to that fallback plan from the beginning. That's why we try to plan. So you look at things like, obviously, to fill the income gap, Social Security fills some of it. Um, there are retirement vehicles out there that might fill uh, another part of it, like a fixed index annuity. And then 
Uh, like you say, some people want to work part time or need to work part time as well. So, but you have to watch working in retirement because that affects your social security, right? Well, it definitely can, especially if you're trying to take it early. And this is a really interesting strategy we came up with, Tony, is I have some clients who are actually, they plan to continue working because they own a small business. And so they like what they're doing and they are eligible to start social security. But what we actually looked at was we said, you know what, let's just delay taking your social security because you're working and then we're gonna use a little bit of their IRA money because right now social security is growing about 8% a year, every year that you delay after your full retirement age. So that's better performance right now than the market's given anyone on a steady, reliable basis. So we're gonna let their social security grow while they use some of their other assets and they're gonna end up when they're 70 with high, steady, guaranteed money. And tell you what, Tony, that feels good. They really are happy with that to say, okay, when I'm 70 and I really wanna be done working, I'm gonna be making more guaranteed money than I am right now. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, and I know that you have a report you can run for your clients, the Social Security Maximization Report. And uh, that's one more reason why our listeners should call and set up a, an appointment with you. But speaking of appointments, we have to take a quick commercial break here, uh, Tara. And I'm wondering if you want to uh, reiterate that special offer for our listeners out there. Well, I do, Tony, because you know I asked my clients to describe how they feel after we have our plan in play. And the words they use are words like well-educated, relieved, confident, moving forward. And you know, these are also important feelings to have and being able to deliver this kind of confidence really makes me love what I do. So for the callers listening today, I've set aside 20 complimentary second looks. We're gonna take a look at what you're doing. And ideally, the best people I can help, Tony, are those blank slate, open-minded people who just haven't gotten around to it for whatever reason. You know, maybe they uh, had kids or they're recently divorced or whatever the reason is. Those are the people that I can really help. But I'm going to offer for the first 20 callers after today's show, I have 20 appointments set aside and the number is 719-235-5494 and that's 719-235-5494. Give us a call and we'll, we'll get started. What's the next step for our listeners out there to have a successful and happy retirement? Yeah, so just let me recap if there's anyone just tuning in. So we talked about at the beginning of the show, how much is enough? So we have to figure that out first. How much is going to be enough? And then we talked about the the balance between red and green money, your safe money and your money that's at risk. And that goes into your feeling of security to make sure that you just know you're going to be okay because that's such an important thing. So once we figure out those two things, this is where we start to move into, well, what are the different tools that are available today? And I can just tell you, Tony, this really turns it on its head because the typical financial advisor or planner is gonna start with, hey, I got a great mutual fund for you, or hey, I've got this great fixed annuity you should buy. And for me, that is the very last step that we're gonna start looking at today because we've already figured out how much is enough. And then we've said, well, I want only 20% of my money to be at risk and I want about 80% of my money to be safe. Now we know that's our goal. And then the last thing we're gonna jump into are, well, what are the tools? And you know, the tools change every year a little bit. So 
back for our grandparents, the safest place you could put your money was in a CD or even just a bank account because they'd sure. pay six or eight percent, and that was a yeah. great place. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Tony, how much is your bank account paying you today? Your uh, savings it's account. Somewhere it's it's hovering right around zero. Somewhere so around zero, right? Maybe one percent. <laughs> if you're if one percent, if you're lucky. And so that that's while it's safe there, you're not even going to tr- be able to keep up with inflation at all. So no. that's not the ideal place. So this is where we start saying, okay, well today, in our arsenal of safe money places, what are we going to look at? Are we going to look at a fixed indexed annuity? Maybe. I don't know. Are we going to look at a CD? Maybe. So this is where we start to tailor in with the educational process what's going to work for you. And then also for that other part of your money, your money that you want exposed to a little risk. And the reason that any of us accept a little risk is we hope for the opportunity to have that upside. And then that's where we look at what do we have in the market. And for most people, when we start this process, 100% of their money is red because it's in their 401k. Sure. Sure. And that's that was the right decision. And you know, this is the thing I like to point out, Tony, is a lot of people come to me and they're a little nervous or they feel like sheepish because they're like, well, I should be doing better. Or I should have started or I should have. What you've done to this point is good. And now it's time to take that next step to make it better. Exactly. Whatever, you know, um, everything that you've done to this point is, is right where you are. And now it's time to add. And it doesn't there's there's no downside. So you just got to keep moving forward. And so this is where we get into that educational piece to say, you know, what are you going to look at in terms of, am I going to use a mutual fund? Am I going to buy a house and then and, and become a landlord? Do I like fixing toilets? You know, those are the kinds of things. <laughs> That'd be a big no on that one for, I think, a lot of us. But, uh, well, Tara, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add today for our listeners? Well, yeah, I wanted to talk about generational wealth and how do we plan, but we'll have to save that for another show because... That becomes the fun part as we start getting into this. But yes. (laughs) So for anyone who's listening today, please uh, go visit my website at www.taraenolan.com. You can click on the financially tuned button and that's going to take you to the website so you can listen to the show again if you missed anything and you want to take some notes. It's also you're going to be able to download a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And I think this is a great foundation so that you can start to uh, learn what you don't know. Because part of financial planning is the education piece because you can't ask a question if you don't know what question to ask. But right, exactly. also, yeah, and just the final offer for those people who have hung in there today and listened to the show, I've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for those people listening in. And what we'll do is we'll do that one-on-one initial and let's look at what you're doing and talk about if we can make something better. So it's so important to me because the people that I work with and once we have a plan in play, they just say, I feel so relaxed and confident now and I'm not worried about retirement. I'm looking forward to the lifestyle I'm gonna start enjoying in retirement and making sure that we've planned so that they're gonna enjoy and have some fun. So to make that appointment, give the office a call, 719-235-5494. That's 719-235-5494. And let me know what you want, and I'm happy to help. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tara. And listeners, thanks for tuning in today. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. Join us, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 